The following show is being broadcasted from an undisclosed location. Two former special operators have combined their badassery and now sharing it with the world. They ain't alive no more. All with a beer and a smile. This is the Savage Actual Podcast. And now your hosts combat vets with 20 plus deployments between the two of them and enough testosterone to operate the power grid of Los Angeles. Savage Actual. Now your hosts, Jason and Patrick. All right, all right. What's up? Welcome everybody to the Savage Actual Podcast. I am Jason Lilly, sitting here with my co-host, Mr. Patrick Mulcher. What's up, Patrick? Hello, 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 Savage Actual fans. And we have a very special guest, guy I've known for damn near 20 years now, Mr. <laughs> Jason Swore, coming hot out of Phoenix. How you doing, Hey, brother? what's up, guys? How you doing today, man? Woo! Doing, good doing. Morning. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, you got me on my crypt early here, you know? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. And, uh, Shit, Jay. Yeah, we go back for a minute, man. So uh, it's kind of cool yeah. to be. It's cool to be here, and uh, and 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 we'll. Uh, I'm having we're having some fun today. I'm gonna have, we're having a good time. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm gonna skim over some wave tops for our listeners out here. While we got this guy on, uh, Jay Matt here was uh, Ricondo, uh, and he was actually where I first crossed paths with him. He was my recon instructor uh, at the time it was called basic reconnaissance course, uh, yeah. split into up North Pendleton and down in Coronado. But specifically he was, as we called him tack. So he was directly in charge of me and I think a few other guys, I don't know how many dudes you had in your stick that you were in charge of, but yeah, he was, he was a senior guy. I think he was a staff sergeant when I was like a fucking Lance corporal. Yeah. I remember right back in <laughs> 02. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. And, uh, <laughs> there's a couple, couple moments in that school <laughs> That, that made me fear this guy very quickly uh, <laughs> and, and respect him. Um, I don't know if you remember this, dude, but uh, yeah. we'll go right into this. Yeah. Uh, I had I had Cheddar Bob, dude. I had Bolsley as my fucking swim partner. <laughs> fucking love that guy. And yeah. <laughs> dude, it was like an 8 or a 10K or a 5K swim. I don't know what the fuck we were doing, but a long one. And uh, Bolsley, you know, had short legs, powerful legs, but you couldn't swim very fast. And, I was like towing this motherfucker, dude. And we were dead last. And he comes up on a Zodiac with a bullhorn. He's like, who is that? And I'm like, it's Lily. And I think I start bitching, dude. I'm like, fucking Bolsley. And I was like mad as shit. And you yeah. you, you were like, fuck no. And no, I, I think I instantly mouthed off to you is what it was. It was yeah. just out of like bent up anger. And you were like, who the fuck is that? And I said, it's. It's Lily, it's, uh, you know, Corporal Lily or whatever it was. And like later on, like, yo, dude, you were in the grunts. He's like, that's fucking awesome. But here you need to fucking keep it, keep it tight. Be the gray man. Don't stand out, brother. Yeah. It's like, I get it. But just, yeah, dude, we're watching, we're watching you, brother. But just fucking, you got to, you had to like write me up as like a warning. You're like, don't mouth, <laughs> don't mouth off to an instructor. <laughs> basically and dude from that point on i was like yeah. yeah no i remember i remember i remember that coup and it, it's like you know back then, it's so weird because you know when i tell people uh, i'm in a whole different world right than we're used to in the military and all this stuff now and it's like i t- everybody i tell people i'm a jar i'm a jarhead and they immediately think fucking hind stupid bell fed <laughs> you know just knife hand and left and right and i'm like well I go not technically. I go. I go. I was. Uh, I was in a reconnaissance unit. And I hate telling people that. I hate telling people that because everybody I meet. Because every time you hear, every time you hear something from a marine, they're like, "I was in recon." Oh, okay, sure. It's the worst. Or if I meet a marine in the shop, they'll come in and you know the guy's decked out, simplified, head to, head to toe, right? And I'm like, "Well, that's a jarhead." So then I'm like, "Hey, man, you know how you doing? I'm a, I'm a retired marine as well." And uh, yeah, what you do? And now it's just like that dilemma, right? It's like the time stops because I know this dude's a supply guy, right? Or this dude was an admin. And I'm going to say, well, I was, uh, you know, I was in a recon. And they're going to be like, oh, the eyeballs will roll out of their head. So um, a lot of times I'm like, I did nothing. I, I was an air delivery specialist. or so I'll just say something <laughs> cheesy like that. And it, it literally chills the, the moment up a little bit, right? It's like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. And now this guy who, and I'm not, dude, I'm not fucking, I'm, a, I'm probably a bigger poke than all of those guys, man. But uh, 
uh, those guys, are, you know, it kind of brings them down to my level a little bit. And they'll start bragging. Well, you know, when I was in uh, all the blah, 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 whatever, and uh, we took a rocket attack, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, here we go. Um, okay, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. We talk and all that stuff. But occasionally we'll get the grunts in here. You know, I was 3-5. I was just 9. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I go, I got an 0-3 background as well. And, and then I explain it and then uh, and all that stuff. And it kind of chills out. But you initially, this guy's like, oh, I was weak on. And they're like, okay, sure, buddy. You know, <laughs> can have another beer buddy you know or whatever so yeah um but yeah, yeah so it's, it's a trip but i try to tell people like hey man now uh in the reconnaissance field you know especially my manager the guys i work with daily here i'm like it wasn't like that i go it isn't heartbreak ridge where i'm fucking i'm not heartbreak ridge i'm so yeah actually it kind of is um it's not like a full metal jacket where i'm just yelling at you constantly and all that shit i go i go yeah. we're, we're we're kind of silent professionals and i go you know problems tend to work themselves out in recon you know uh, usually out in the field you know and that, i never forget in brc when i was an instructor down there man i don't know how i got away with this shit um i would like i would like we i don't know it's like first week and we get everybody together i think we're getting ready to do repelling i was always in charge of shit like that right and uh and guys would come up and i'd have talk about how things are different this is not the grunts this is not supply which because we get you know from all over the world right you know obviously you know this Louis. and uh and then i'd be like hey i go discipline and i go well, the way we, we don't write people up man we <laughs> try not to you know what i'm saying we don't we don't we go well, you got a problem in your team you handle it and i go if you're out in the fucking field and i get close to one guy who's like half zoned off right and then and he's sitting in my little school circle and I go, this guy's fucked up. You think I'm going to say? I go, oh, and I just slap the shit out of this guy. Boom! Right in front of everybody, officers and everybody. I go, that's how we do this. Don't fuck up again. You know, you got it. And he's like, oh, and he had no idea. And I used to do that, and all of a sudden to get their attention. And I never forget. Like, I look at all the officers' faces at BRC because they don't have to say shit. They're just like, okay, that was illegal. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. I used to get away with that shit all the time. I had one guy I wanted to go fight me afterwards. Like after we graduated BRC, he goes, man, you slapped the shit out of me. For on everybody i'm like uh-huh he goes i i feel like i owe it back to you i'm like fucking bring it dude let's go man you know i love the fight dude you know and it's like and, and, but we never ended up fighting at that it was it was funny man but uh yeah it was just like i go we don't it's not like that and i go it's really chilled i go i go we were hands in the pockets long hair we get yelled at all the time but i go when you fucking put us in the field there's none better okay. i go game on I go, we know how to do one thing, and that is suffer in silence. And I, I that that phrase I keep to this day. Whenever I have anybody bitching at me, and they're bitching over fucking first world problem type of shit, I'm like, suffer in silence, motherfuckers. You know, I was like, you have you have no idea what you what how good you have it, you know. And uh, and and so you know, I use I use a lot of former military stuff, you know, in my day to day, which my day to day is fucking weird right i mean it is we I, i've i've changed some paths in my life here man but <laughs> it's awesome though and, and one thing you're gonna know about me today guys i like to talk sorry i'll let you guys get a word in here in a minute, man. it's okay Fuck. it's okay <laughs> what, i'll tell you what one thing that you you from even even not just the special operations community but yeah the military as a whole if you're if you're a staff nco uh, a, a senior staff nco it yeah. doesn't matter what job you come out you're a yeah. you're a fucking manager. You can run anything, especially if you're an O three field and you're you know Ugh. a staff sergeant or a, a senior sergeant, staff sergeant, gunny, master sergeant. I don't care where they put you. Yeah. If you were in the O three field and you come out as a senior staff NCO, you can go to freaking Google. You can start your own business. You can go anywhere and manage people. Yeah. Like nobody's business. And that's what a lot of people I, I think in the civilian wheel, world don't understand. Like you said, there's all this stuff that you've taken from that experience that doesn't have anything to do with combat. And it doesn't have anything to do with those technical aspects of, you know, right. parachuting or, or diving or shooting. It's just being a manager and, and dealing with people. And I agree. Freaking, we have that in spades. And I, 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 you're right. And I think that, I mean, we've all, I, I don't know, Patrick, I don't know a lot about your background, but I imagine you're a killer and just a bad motherfucker. I can just tell by your age um, and, and your wrinkles. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but, I mean, you know, I mean, we've been under some stress in our lives, man. You know, whether combat, whether it's fucking 25,000 foot night, you know, hey-ho, and you're just strapped like a fucking door bundle with 500 pounds of shit on you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And they're getting ready just to push you out. You know, stuff like that. I go And so... 
during my day to day when there's like drama, you know, I got to, you know, I got fucking homeless outside taking a shit and I got to go fucking get in a fight with these guys. I got people are all stressed out here or, or, you know, someone's trying to steal something in my store. I'm like, this is easy. Okay. Watch this. This is fun. You know? And, and it's like, nothing yeah. stresses me out. I mean, I could get robbed today. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's like, dude, what do you, okay. It doesn't bother me anymore. You know? And I think that's one thing I love about the military, man. They have taken that, that fear out of me of just everyday life, you know, and it's just like, you know what? I'll figure it out. I've always have, you know, it's not the first time someone wanted to kill me um, or I've been in a position where I was going to die, whatever, you know, and, and then and then I also have the mentality if it happens. Well, fuck, I had a great life, dude. That was fun. I had a blast, man. A lot of chapters in my life. So um, it was a good one, you know. So I, if you go, I think if you have that mentality, I think we the Marines is has, military in general has beat that in our heads, you know, like we're all expendable and whatever. So take every day yeah. <laughs> who gives a shit, right? You know, yeah. there's no man I fear on this earth. And there's about a billion men that could kick the fuck out of me, but I don't fear him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why go through life that way, right? You know, and uh, I don't understand. I do understand because I, I, I think people have not been put in those situations that we have been put in, you know, uh, and that the military is good at putting you into, um, you know, it's, uh, I feel like they want to kill you all every day if they can. And it's your job to get figure out how not to die, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to hit some wave toss for listeners. The one for you, Jay, uh, Patrick was in 0331 in the core. Nice. And then got bored with that life, got out and actually went to the, uh, the army, uh, the guard for a little bit had a short, very short stint, and then went into uh, the Navy and as an 18 Delta in the SWIC and a SW team. On the boat nice, guy. So he was a boat guy. Jesus, man, you like, did a lot of like, shit. Okay, yeah, like you retired. Uh, nice. How many years did you do, Patrick? Uh, All together, 25 total. Wow, yeah. nice. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's awesome. So I had I, I was in the reserves and stuff for a long time while I was going to school, and that was great. And then I went back on active duty and. 2002 and retired in 2017 so nice nice man yeah i'm um what yeah. the fuck when did i what was i in oh 91 to 2011 yeah i did 20 years I, in, a, in a day bro i was done oh yeah <laughs> I, was like, Dude, I, was I went like, in i went in it's funny i went in uh, did you go to paris island i did yes yeah yeah i was a uh, second battalion 2105 i went in 91 as well Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, we were right. Uh, I went in uh, August. It was funny. My story on this. I, you know, everybody loves boot camp stories. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But here we go. I'm going to give you one. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I went in as a, um, uh, what the fuck was my field? Um, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one of my, mil- none of my family's ever been in the military, right? No one. I mean, I don't even, my grandfather, they didn't even know what the hell it was, right? Wow. But I'm just, that's, that's actually fairly uncommon for people that jump into the military yeah. that have never yeah. had any family ever. That's, ever. that's unique. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I was a skate punk growing up, um, just a total shitbag, right? Just, I mean, what, fuck what, st- where, what state are you from originally? Where are you from? Oh, man. Uh, the, the most glorious state in the world. All right. Uh, you know, my, my family tree is a light post. I'm from West Virginia. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, there wasn't much to do there, but I just, I, I, I was just a skater. I was a punk. I was just, I was in trouble, blah, blah. blah. And, uh, I was, you know, my family, Hey, they're awesome. Believe it or not. You know, they were educated. They were just, I don't know, man, I was just a bad, you know, black sheep or whatever in the family, which is fine. Um, and then it was eventually, what the hell am I going to do with my life? Right. And I'm like, well, it's West Virginia. I can do meth, um, or I can join the military. So I decided to take plan B and, uh, and join the military. And, uh, so I was going to be a, um, Fuck, it was like a cameraman or something, right? You know, audio, audio visual specialist. I'm like, this is great. I'll just take, take film of people, man. This is awesome, you know? And I was always into horror movies and shit like that. I don't know why this is, you know, I'm trying to correlate everything together. And I went down to, you know, I graduated high school barely. And then I went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for like a senior trip, right? Everybody's like, yeah, I'll go, whatever. Man, I wasn't there two hours before I was in jail already, right? So, um, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> fucking public intos, getting in a fight, just got wrapped up immediately. I'm, I'm like, shit, I'm in Kings County fucking jail going, oops. All right, you know, and whatever, I got it out. And uh, so I go back and I tell my recruiter, man, and this is, you know, this is 90s, right? And uh, my recruiter, I'm like, oh, hey, man, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I got wrapped up down in South Carolina. All good, no worries, man. 
And I was supposed to go to a boot camp like in August. And all of a sudden, he's like, hey, I forgot to tell you, man. He calls me. You got it. Your day got moved up. I'm like, oh, it did. Yeah, July, man. You're going July now. You're like, oh, okay. And uh, uh, you're going to open contract. I'll tell you what, that is the best thing you could do because you could do anything. And I'm like, really? I mean, that's how naive I was. I'm like, I could do anything. Anything, dude. <laughs> well, they can I was sell, like, that's their job is to sell the <laughs> bullshit. Oh, and I ate it, man. I was like, fucking, oh, nah, nah, this is amazing. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going early. And what it was, was my recruiter was a smart motherfucker, man. He was he was in a grunt. I never forget. He was an infantry guy, uh, East Coast infantry guy. He was like, this guy, I'm not going to give him another month. He's going to fuck up. He's going to be in jail. He's going to get dropped. <laughs> so he cut my fucking job. He gave me open contract, get in, and I went. Yeah, so July, I went into, down to Paris Island, and I'm like, oh, shit. What am I getting into? <laughs> this is wild, man. So anyway, but it all worked out, I guess. So <laughs> so, so, so you graduate. Uh, and what did you, what did they stick you in? Like, what I was did, a, I mean, you so no, I was a rigger, a parachute rigger. So okay. this is, this is how not, not a bad, this, not a horrible gig. No. So like it was, it was a trip because my first four years, that's what I did, man. I was a rigger, but then I got, a, uh, and that's how I transitioned into the reconnaissance field, man. Cause you, you get attached to the reconnaissance unit and all this stuff. Um, I was so naive. Like I told you, no one, I had, my recruiters told me nothing. Shocker. Um, right. And so I get down there. Finish boot camp with the whatever their, their fucking combat training shit, and then they're just like, "Hey, you're going to be a uh, uh, an air delivery specialist." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, like you're gonna you're you're gonna kick mail out of aircraft. I'm like, "Oh, that sounds fun." Okay, you know, it's my whatever. And then they're like, and then I don't forget. I'm like, "Oh my, like my troop handlers and shit like that." My uh, I don't know what they were really. The corporals and sergeants at the you know the combat training, they were like fucking punching me in the fucking head. You son of a bitch, you don't fucking rate to go to this school. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because you're going to jump school, and I'm like jump. I'm like, Jay, what the fuck? Is, what's the acronym? I'm trying to figure out the acronym. I don't know, <laughs> right? And I'm like, why are these guys so fucking mad at me, man? I'm like, Jesus, man. And these are all you know grunts and shit like that. I'm just pissed off. And this so is at like, boot camp. This is after. Um, what is what is fuck? I don't remember they call school it. School or whatever. It was Your like a school. You MCT. Know, MCT. That's it. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. MCT. Dude, that's I, right. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been hitting the head a lot. I don't remember a lot. So, um, so, and it was like, uh, Hey dude, you're going to, so they were all pissed off at me and I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, I'm going to some, dude, I'm kicking mail out of an aircraft. What the fuck do I go? You know? So then I go to, uh, I get orders down to Fort Benning. So I get down to Fort Benning and I still had no idea, no idea, dude. So I'm like, you know, they take, it's, you get in about midnight, they take this bus and I get to fucking Benning and I see the 250 foot towers and I see everything's parachuting. And I'm like, Oh, hell no, dude. Fuck no. I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm like jumping out of airplane. But, you know, you're just like, I guess I will, man. So immediately I went into jump school, right? And then I fucking fell in love with it, right? Because once again, adrenaline junkie, I didn't think about it, you know? Um, I was just trying to take the quickest path and not to get killed. Wrong. That didn't work out. So next thing I know, you know, two weeks later, I'm a door bundle, right? Flying out of the aircraft and all that stuff. But I found a love in it, man. I found it that like airborne and, and, and I found that, you know, just going through the, uh, the years, the recon guys, we're the misfits, man. We're the, all the old adrenaline junkies. We're the, you know, the special operations command. Everybody thinks we're just like Captain America's and we're always perfect humans and all this shit. Like, no, man, we're the fucked up, man. We're the, we're, we're the, we're the people that are just like, you know, we'll do the shit that no one else wants to do, but you know, the most painful, hardest shit to do, but Hey, whatever, just leave me alone. When I'm in garrison. That's all I want. You know, <laughs> let me grow my hair and fucking, you know, and, uh, and you know, put my hands in my pockets. That's all I want in my life. And, and I think that's why I gravitated toward the reconnaissance field and all that stuff. So, but yeah, man, it was, I mean, I, you know, once again, I've always jumped head first in the shit, whether it's military or even jobs after the military, which I've had quite a few, you know, um, not knowing what I do. I've always learned to fake it till you make it type of thing. And, and if you, and, uh, and one thing in the military, you know, if you're hard headed enough and you're just, once again, you're tough enough, you can just suffer in silence, like you said, and just fucking, you know, duck your, your chin down and go, you're going to make it, man. You're going to be all right, man. Now, maybe when you get to Lily's level up here, when he's doing all the fucking high speed shit, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe not. I, I probably, I never got to that level and I'm okay with that, man. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I did like being a green side guy, man. That was fun, man. That was fun. Fuck. Yeah. When did you, so, I mean, lack of better words, Pope for a bit. When did you actually cross over to the other so, side? So yeah, I was in um fuck. I did I was first I was stationed at Anglico of all places, right? You know? And actually 
And this is early 90s Anglico when actually Anglico, right after Desert Storm, and believe it or not, the Battle of Kofji, uh, Anglico, first Anglico at least, they got into more shit than probably anybody in the Desert Storm, which Desert Storm, not a big war, right? I mean, well, a couple hours, right? It lasted. But uh, one of the major battles was fought for my unit that I went to. So I showed up to that unit as the boot, with, and everybody else is fucking, you know, salads and shit, and everybody's fucking Mexican generals now because, you know, they're all war heroes. And I was the boot showing up. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, okay, you're a rigger, cool, but we don't do that here. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? He goes, everybody gets cross trained as a as an FO, right, for observer. Uh, you know, you got you will fucking be worth your weight. You know, your soul and uh, worth the weight in gold, basically, and uh, call for fire, close air support. What you're like or not. So I went to their, their, their basic course, which was pretty rad. I mean, it was hard. It was like, I attribute to a good pre BRC, you know? Um, and then once again, this is old days. I don't know how it is now. I'm sure today they're fucking, they just hand the shit out. I don't know how the military is these days. Um, but it was, uh, it was tons of patrolling, tons of small unit patrolling and all that stuff. And then you live, breathe, close air support, call for fire, naval gunfire, all that stuff. So I don't know, man. I'm like a rain man. So I, I, I absorbed that shit really, really well. And I could do call for fire. I could do all that shit in my sleep uh, better than most of my instructors, man. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, so I went over in Hawaii at Fourth Force and all of a sudden they were running rips. And uh, so I went to one of their, their – and this is back in the OJT days, man. I don't know how once again they do it again. And they're like, hey – you're fucking, you're already teaching our guys how to do close air support, blah, blah, blah. Go to, go to this fucking 10 week rep. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, <laughs> whatever, you know, Roger that. Sorry. For, for, for our, uh, our listeners out there, Jay, what explain what rip is. Oh, it's a recon indoctrination program. Basically it's a, um, it's a, it's a basic reconnaissance course at a unit level. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people this. So you're going to learn the basics of patrolling and recon patrolling, um, all the missions, all the, everything you do at BRC, it's basically, it's the same thing you do at the basic consciousness course, except they can really haste the shit out of you because you're, you're fucking in the woods and no one sees you and you're, you're at unit level level. And it was, um, I would say, cause once again, as an instructor at BRC at one point and at first recon as a, it was way harder because, uh, I, I think lack of leadership or not lack, a lack of just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oversight. I don't know. Oversight, right? So, um, man, there was there, there was no fucking hey, we're hazing these guys too much. Hey, there, we're no, we're just going to patrol. You fuck up, cool. We just extend this another four days. You know that type of shit. And and you got one memory a day, and you're just like, what the fuck? You know they didn't give a shit. There was no safety back then. So uh, I thought it was really hard. And but I learned a lot and I excelled. And so I did it. Whatever didn't mean shit. Went back to fucking doing what I was doing. And then um, and then it came down where a lot of most units couldn't send their guys besides your force for, first four your, your force recons and stuff like that to a ARS or BRC. Do they have ARS anymore? That's the East Coast version. I don't know if they have that it's anymore. Gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> okay, it's gone. So there was limited seats, right? Because you only those back in those days they were only taking 20, 30 guys at a time. And so they opened it up. The headquarters Marine Corps opened it up to like, hey. If you're a reconnaissance unit or you're running these things, you can OJT and designate an 0321 MOS after you have proper documentations. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, Jason, Matt, or Jason, whatever, fucking dickhead swore. Um, they, they's like, hey, uh, you went through a rip, you go, and you went all this stuff, we can designate you. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, but we're going to make you do it again. <laughs> so I went through a second rip, uh, another 10 week fucking haze vest. And, uh, but I excelled at that point. And then, um, yeah, they designate it as a secondary MOS 0321. So that's kind of how that came about. Uh, whatever. Oh, that's I cool. Yeah, I mean, it was old school OJT type of stuff, man. Uh, early 90s. And um, I don't even know. I doubt they do that now anymore or whatever. But um, And it was a lot of guys that went through. And then from there, you got, I got a, a guy named Gunny Black fucking uh, as my kind of my recon daddy. Um, that basically just took me under his wing and fucked me up so bad, man. Uh, I, I don't know if the guy's alive now. He may be dead. He was actually cool thing about, uh, Gunny Black was, um, he was in Heartbreak Ridge. He was in the bear pit, right? Have you seen the bear pit fight? He was one of those blonde guys in the bear pit that was dunking people and all that stuff. But he was old school Telega, um, recondo, you know, and, um, who, <laughs> Payne was fucking his middle name, dude, you know? And so somehow I became his little bitch boy um, <laughs> for years. And, uh, but I learned, man, I learned, uh, I learned a lot of amazing shit from these guys and all that stuff. And then, you know, try to implement it uh, to when I was teaching at the schoolhouse and all that stuff, man. You know, um, I never claimed to be a tough guy. I just known to be, I'm just dumb enough, man, to just take it and go, you know? And, and I think right, every, right. I think every recon unit needs those guys, man. You know, the, the, <laughs> whatever. 
whatever. So, uh, but I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I really, I look at, I look at all the fucking guys in formations and standing there doing fucking parades and doing drill. And I'm like, I don't want that, man. I don't want that. I want to be nasty out in that field out there, you know, day seven sitting there watching an intersection that nothing's came across, you know, for fucking, you're just like, oh, this sucks, you know, sending back reports, trying to make calm shots. But I, that's what I liked, man. So, um, so yeah. that, hence, that's where it was. <laughs> that's where uh, I, I fell into. So, uh, and I think that's the, uh, that band of misfits, a lot of us, um, or those who are in special ops and stuff like that. I think that they fall into that same category, man. They just they don't conform to normal military standards where, you know, the coolest thing, the reason I wanted 03 fucking 21 to my fucking name uh, was they couldn't go to recruiting duty. <laughs> that was, there was a shortage. And so, like, I've been on recruiting duty. I've been nagged for recruiting duty like three times where you had to get in your, your fucking Charlies and get all dressed up and you go down there and you fucking wait in line for two hours. And then the guy, you can come up there and the guy's like, Wait, you got a, you got an O321 secondary? I'm like, yeah. He goes, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, thanks, brother. Bye. I'll see you, I'll see you another year where you guys recall me again, you know? So uh, I got out of all that shit, man, which is nice because, I don't know, man. That, to me, that's a – I mean, I know it's a necessity, but fuck that. Not for a gunslinger, you know? Not for a guy that I think – I don't think they should put grunts in there, if you ask me. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think the recruiting still realm is a, still hated. A, I think the recruiting realm is a good realm for a guy that's retired or – however many years you did and now you're yeah. a contractor sure I think it'd be a great great contractor because you know i hate it just like you dude fuck being a recruiter and then you realize through some bros that actually went through it how fucking hard and how how many hours they're actually put like 12 hour plus days dude dude you know, divorce rates through the fucking roof yeah so those guys are like three years dedicated to fucking slinging in fucking 18 year olds so yeah um, yeah I that's why it'd, I, it'd be I, cool for a recruiter on the back end yeah, or, uh, I, I think you're uh, right. Contractor. Yeah, don't take a gun out of a dude's hand, man. Don't take a capable fucking warfighter and put him, you know, and you know, next to a Walmart trying to recruit fucking, you know, former crackheads and shit. I, I don't like that at all. I think that's a. It should be old guys like me. Look, right now, I'll pull in all types of fucking guy. I'll lie to you like you never believe, man. I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck, man. I'll I'll make mission every month, man. You know, but like I, I'm not a gunfighter anymore, man. I'm I'm fucking nobody, man. So I, I go, but yeah, I hate that they would take capable sergeants, you know, leaders, yeah. uh, staff sergeants out of their field uh, just because yeah. it's time, and then uh, and then then run their career when they don't have it, and, that, and it would actually would happen. Guys wouldn't make mission. I know, I've known a ton of recruiters. I'm sure you guys have too. Um, if they don't make mission, bad fit rep. All right. Well, like, dude, I was a Lance Cobra for five years, man. Right. I mean, I re-enlisted as a E3. Right. I mean, I was fucking <laughs> shitbag number one. I loved it. Right. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a fun four years. Uh, NJP's just not fucking good. But it was back in the days that you can do that and still re-enlist. Right. You know, you just your only punishment is you're not getting promoted. Now you get any better. Well, now I don't know how it is, but like even when I was retiring, you got any bad paperwork fucking gone, dude. So you didn't make mission bad fit rep you're gone you know and i'm like okay that sucks man that sucks so just because a guy can't pull some some little punk ass kid off the street right you know or the kid's lying to him or doing what i was doing you know and that's why i remember i look at back at my recruiter man that dude was a genius switch my date up switch my mos you're going motherfucker i'm getting that check mark <laughs> he's on like you. he's like i've dealt with these fucking clowns before yeah. i'm getting this fucking dude at the yeah. marine corps before he fucks up <laughs> oh, dude, I, had, I had a crazy i had a guy when i was in second phase in r- rifle range Federal marshals came and arrested one of the dudes in my platoon. He had oh. he had been from New York City or whatever and been selling drugs. Got arrested nice. and <laughs> bonded out. Went right from there to the Marine Corps and was like, "I want to join right now." Join. Oh, you know they didn't know because he didn't have anything. He didn't have yeah. a police record. Yeah. <laughs> left <laughs> and. He never, you know, obviously never showed up to court. They go looking for this kid and they found out he joined the Marine Corps. The, the fucked up thing was it was the, the drill instructors loved this dude, man. And he was actually a good Marine, man. He was a good dude. And yeah, after he left, the drill instructors were like, it, it sucks because he would, he probably would have been a good guy. He fucking, you could yeah. see he kind of fucking learned like a little changed his path potentially, but Absolutely. Nope, they fucking, yeah, I they remember drug this dude away in cuffs in front of the whole platoon. Yeah. We were like, oh shit. Yeah, we were yeah, out in the range, dude. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I never forget, like, shit, dude. Like, I, I, some reason, once again, I can't remember what I did. I had the fucking breakfast this morning, but I do remember a guy when I came in. This dude was this black guy. He was from Florida. 
the pinnacle of fucking health, right? This guy with 300 PFT in his sleep, blah, 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 right? This guy was amazing. He was getting ready to be our guide. Well, I mean, well, we were first phase or whatever, right? Well, we, we had to write the letters. Maybe you had to write a letter. They tell you what to write. You know, you are fucking not going to die or whatever. Write a letter home. You're going great. This is fun. All that shit. Well, we're bunkmates. I'm writing mine. I get done. Drill Star comes over, just make sure we're not fucking doing secret code and shit. Like, help me, SOS shit. And he looks at his, <laughs> and the motherfucker, all he has is his name. And he's like, write your fucking letter. And the guy, so he goes, act like he's writing, and he just starts scribbling. I'm like, oh, my God. This dude has no idea how to write. He can't read or write. So the guy has been oh. a he, he was a huge athlete and, and his recruiters, everybody through the whole school, just because he was an amazing athlete, never learned how to read or write, man. And uh fucking oh, gone. Damn. Boom. They they booted him immediately. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't See, know. See, that man. sucks, man. Cause that's yeah. like that you could have it sucks because you, the Marine, you know, I mean, there's actually a lot of knowledge shit and all the tests that you have to take. He would never have gotten through that, but it sucks right. because that could have been a fucking crux in that dude's life and changed his life forever for the better definitely yeah definitely I, I, I can't assume anything good happened to this guy you know i yeah who knows man you know but i mean and it was it was like he was bummed because like i think he knew that this is my path man and that i wanted to take or i'm going back down i think it was like from miami or somewhere a big city right you know maybe tampa bay or something like that but it was like so yeah who fucking knows where he's at now you know i mean he may have you know hopefully he did something to himself i don't know but fuck dude it was like it was it was my eye because i thought everybody in the world knew how to read and write i thought that right you know and that's how naive and then you're like wait there's motherfucking this guy is a pen this guy is like the model marine how is he fucking getting kicked out of here you know and i'm still here i'm a oh. shitbag <laughs> so yeah it was wild dude <laughs> super wild this podcast episode is sponsored by iron fire brewing iron fire brewing is a southern california favorite creating craft beers from the finest ingredients Iron Fire Brewing creates unique beers with classic tiki drink inspired flavors, amazing lagers, and more. Iron Fire Brewing can be shipped directly to your home by going to craftshack.com and search for Iron Fire Brewing. Dude, I, so MCT, you did your first four years of re enlist, end up <laughs> over. What was your first uh, as an operator? So you yeah. said it was a, 0321 was a secondary. Did you fill. An operator position, yeah. or did you go right in? Okay. So, okay. well, no. So, I mean, well, let me back up. So, I fought in Somalia, and that was so that was the cool thing about um, old school Anglico, which, I'm, you know, once again, I don't know them these days, man. Back then, they were some pretty fucking good guys, man. Um, and everything. Uh, now, I think people shit on them, or they shit on other people because they think they're tough. I don't know. Everybody gets those jump swings and thinks they're something, right? You, you just follow aircraft. I, that's one thing I always tell people. You're not a bring, you're not a, a fucking bad motherfucker because you follow an aircraft. Sorry. Um, but, um, Back then, it was so I went to, I was on deployment. I was on 13th Mew, 93. It was October. We we're right off, we we're right off the coast of, uh, we're heading into the Gulf, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, right off the coast of Africa. And then next thing you know, fucking everybody's freaking out and they're, get your shit, get your shit, get on a 46. And I'm like, what's what's going on now this is lance copa swore and i was uh, like i said i was an fo and a and a and a thick team and a firepower control team <coughs> sorry and um so and the next thing you know like we're going into fucking somalia and i'm like all right where's that at you know <laughs> i'm like what what the fuck is somalia right they're like it's in africa and i'm like cool what side of africa i had no idea you know back then they don't get you don't tell you shit there's no internet there's no nothing right i didn't do very well in school so i'm like holy shit and uh, <laughs> what it was was that morning or that day and the day prior all the the rangers got whacked right they got hit right so it was uh it was uh, early october and we flew in that same day there was still smoke from the earlier thing and so then I spent uh, five months in Mogadishu there, man. And I finally, you know, got my first taste of combat a little bit. So, you know, once again, it was major pops, you know, 13 year old kids shooting AKs at you and shit, you know, but it was like, oh, fuck, this is real. Okay, this is good. And then, um, you know, we ran AC 130s. And that's the cool thing. You'd be running AC 130s as, you know, and, and a small team of, you know, sergeants and below corporals. And I was a Lance Corporal running AC 130s. And, uh, and it was kind of cool. So you got your first action, I guess, a little bit, right? <laughs> On that. And, um, and got to see the real world, man. Got to see real death um, and, and real just third world chaos and all that shit. So, um, which is. 
I, I appreciate that because when in, when 03 came up, right, I didn't see any, there was no more action until then for me, you know, I mean, we do a pump here and there or whatever and just turn circles. Um, but um, yeah, until I hit, I was at first recon battalion and then, then you got to see some real fucking action and some real fun shit. And, uh, and yet my life was crazy during that invasion as well, man, you know, it was, uh, but it was, yeah, so hit that and then, um, Ended up in uh, Hawaii, worked with Fort Force over there, uh, the radio recon guys over there as well, and did all that stuff. And then, um, once again, as a background, I saw the opening at, uh, at, at uh, BRC, took that down there as well, and uh, ran that for a while, then eventually head out to 1st Recon Battalion after that. So, And then and that history is documented in fucking <laughs> Generation Kill. Is that still out, by the way? I don't even know that, that movie still, or that, that TV series is still yeah. out. I should. Still I like thing. to go watch that one day, man. That's uh, I have. I've had someone record or not recommend, but like, um, because I have a first. I'm. A, I you know. I try not to do too much uh, moto shit, right? You know, even though retirees, we like to do that stuff. But um, I have a first recon battalion sticker in my car, man. And then guys will come in. And they're like Generation Kill. And I'm like, oh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I guess, yeah. They're like. And what's the first thing they ask me? Do you get you? Do you know Fruity Rudy? I'm like, hey, of course. Yeah, everybody always asks me that, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, man. I was like, I, and I tell them like, hey, man, Rudy worked for me for a while, man. And then people, their jaw was dropped. Rudy's such a. I think he's on TV right now doing something. Um, he is special yeah. forces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And yeah. so uh, and you know what's funny? It's all the gay guys that come into the store, right? And then we sit there, and we're talking, and they're like, wait, you know Fruity Rudy? I'm like, yeah. He is so hot. And I'm like, dude. I'm straight as hell. I got to tell these people all the time. I'm straight as hell. I go, I think Rudy's hot. I, the guy is just a, he's a specimen, man. You know? So, and he's <laughs> so never, I tell people this dude, like, cause it was you, Rudy, Clint Lockoff. Yeah. Clint. Uh, oh shit. Ryan Jeske. God mm. rest his soul. Yeah. Rest in peace, buddy. Uh, Mike Wynn. Fucking, yeah. uh, who was the blonde fucking robot dude? Uh, Barrett. Rich Barrett. Oh, fuck. Rich Barrett, dude. That guy. God, that's a that warrior. guy. Ooh. That's new when you get on this channel. Yeah. You guys were my instructors with Matthias and Rip as well. Yeah, man. You guys were my, my pre BRC instructors before Recon, dude, before BRC. So that's when I first actually crossed paths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you oh, fuck, were, dude. That was, that was a little, we were loose cannons on that one, dude. Holy shit. You yeah, had Matthias oh, and dude. Rich Barrett. Eesh. Dude, I'm, we, I'm sorry we got about a, that. We got a, we got our assholes pushed in, dude, on that one, man. But it was oh. good because guys, my peers were Batista, yep. Anthony Jacks, Steintorf, yeah. Nospler. Like oh. every one of us were 300 PSP <laughs> fucking killers, bro. And dude. you guys, you guys, and then I remember you with the camera because you got some sick footage. Yeah. Remember you made the you made the recruiting video off of our, our, our uh, pre-BRC uh, yeah. class. We're well, on the was- line to shoot fucking the saw standing oh fuck that was so good dude that that class i i remember that class man and, I, and i've ran a lot of pre-brcs man a shitload and a lot of actual brcs as well right and but i remember that class man i remember you guys man you had it tough man i, I, I mean a lot of guys had it tough but <laughs> when you have rich barrett and this guy ended up he that guy just i don't know what he ended up doing but he worked did a lot of state department shit right and uh and he was uh he was a fucking stone cold yes. killer and i'm sure he still is i don't know what he's doing now right i'm probably he's probably watching me um but uh he and then you had <laughs> eric matthias and eric matthias and like i said yeah he, he's dead man he's good fucking who was just Man, if there was a definition for hazing, it'd have him telling you it, right? Because he was the fucking guy that would just torture you, man. And then I get lumped in. What was so cool about you guys, though, because we knew the threat. Yeah. We we knew you guys and could just feel that, like, other male, like, I don't want to fuck up around these dudes. Yeah. Like, because you're older, you've been in recon for a long time. Most of us were Lance Corporals, Corporals at most. And, but the, the collective G2 that we all had, like, we were pretty fucking solid, even for going through BR, uh, pre-BRC. We didn't fuck up, really. No. You know, we listened to you guys, and we were animals, dude. You, so, guys, like, you guys. You guys really uh, took us under your wing, and we just flourished, man. You, 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 I, that class had had something, man. You know, I, I, I remember it. Cause I, 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 you know, one of these things where I look at it, and like, one of these motherfuckers are going to be a Medal Honor winner, and, and another one's going to fucking be a, uh, on an FBI most wanted list. I knew that. We had everything in that class, right? <laughs> but one thing I fucking knew, like, there was nothing we could have thrown at you guys that you wouldn't have chewed up and spit out, man. You know, And we threw some shit at y'all, man. I never forget, man. We would do shit where – I never forget. Rich Bear, is, he is notorious for 
hey, we're going down to Delmar Beach. Whatever, right? Beautiful beach. We're going to do a 5K fin, full combat load. Easy day, right? And then we're going to get on trucks, and we're going to drive another fucking 10 miles, 15 miles back to Margarita. Okay, great. Normal PT session, right? But guess what, motherfucker? You get it done with your, you're all sugar cookie. I'm out there sugar cooking shit out of you, and it's like, oh, yeah, but I forgot. Trucks are, are fucking down. We're going to hump 15 miles back in your wetsuits, by the way. In your, you know? And it was oh. like... Oh, and, and motherfuckers, dude, they get done and they, here's their feet and then it's just peeling. I mean, just like slaps of Where's blisters, full uh, blisters. I, yeah, I've I never mean, had blisters like that. Fillets. I mean, I could put them on. I could have cooked them even steaks on these guys' feet. And then and I look and I'm like, oh, my God, these guys are dying. And I just all I see is fucking rigor tape wrapping around their feet. Let's go. I don't give a shit. You know why? I don't want to go back to the grunts. That's what everybody kept telling me. I ain't yeah. going back to the fucking grunts. <laughs> I don't care if my feet fall <laughs> off, you know? And I remember that we're like, there were some people that were like, we got to med drop this dude, man. He is just not, you know, we're, we destroyed him. And then I look at, you know, I look at Rich and I look at Eric and I'm like, I'm not going to do this, this dude, man. I go, let, let's fucking let him suffer. You know, he doesn't want to go back. He'd rather suffer here and become a reconnaissance Marine than go back to two, four or whatever. And I, and, and what's one thing I have respect for, man, that how bad guys want to get out of the grunts and get into recon. And they weren't the best. They were, a lot of guys weren't the best fucking Marines, best, especially future recon Marines. They just didn't have it. But I would have leeway where I'm like, he's trainable, man. This guy is trainable. You get him under a, a good platoon sergeant or a good, a, a good team leader, and, and, and they'll take care of this guy. But he has what one thing you can't train, and it's fucking guts. And it's just the, just yep. being hard as nails. And you can't break me, Melanie. Granted, I may not pass every test. I'm not the fastest. Not the, there's a guy named Charles Poulton, Chucky Poulton, man. I don't. I think he's an officer now, man. And he would say this all the time. He was always the last guy. He was always that this you know kind of. He was never that big recon marine that was just a bad motherfucker, a little bit chunky. But he would never quit. And he'll tell you that he goes, "I'm Wally Coyote." No matter what you do to me, you can drop a fucking piano on my head. You can blow me up. I'm going to come at you, and I'm never going to stop. And that's it. He was like a zombie. And there was a lot of guys like zombies <laughs> in your course, man, that no matter what, I could be fucking with yeah. them all day. And they're just like, I'm going to finish this before you believe it or not. I'm going to fucking finish. And they would, man. It was You guys had a rad course. And look, look what came out it of that, real. man. It was fucking rad, but like all those dudes were, we were all the generation kill guys, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you, that. My whole – and I love 3-5. I love the grunts. I'm still sure. good friends with those dudes. But I was also repping my boys back there. Like I did – I wanted to like – I wanted to succeed. Yeah. I wanted him to go back as a failure because, I mean, you just – you're oh, he's the, he tried out for recon. He fucking failed, right? Like that wasn't an option. Sure. So like getting under you guys – first time I ever saw was an, an M4 with an ACOG was Matthiason in the squad bay. He gave it to me and I was just like, wow. The first yeah. time I actually got a hold of him, you know? Back, yeah. back when that was like high speed, right? Like coming from, you know, yeah. fucking muskets that were like broomsticks, right? So <laughs> yeah, there's shit. It, it was just, you guys treated us with respect, but it was like, there was a line, dude. You did not want to fucking cross Yeah, it. Yeah. We respected you guys too. So, I mean, I'm going to throw that in. I'm, You've been in fucking instructor bills, I'm sure Patrick you as well. You know, what I'm saying you you know you know when you're like you got to hold that line as an instructor. You know, Rich Barrett was amazing. He would never, he'd always stay. He was kind of he didn't want to piss off Daddy. You know what I'm saying? It was like he was a, a uh, he's never yelling at you, but you know when he had that look, you're like we're fucked. This guy would kill us, man. You know, and that type of thing. And so, but we knew with you guys, it was like look, we're gonna push these guys, but this is a fuck. This is what we need to line. Our, our unit with these guys right fucking here you know and unfortunately some of them would leave like we do our pre-brcs there I, I mean correct me if i'm wrong if i remember this right uh, jay but some of them were coming from first force as well and you know other other units and not everybody would stay with first recon and you wanted to cherry pick so bad man you wanted to fucking like put the best <laughs> man you know and I, it was, I, I think the majority guys, didn't have any input for orders no, nah, because it was either unit, like say you came in first horse, guy would go to first horse, take the end smoke it, great, you know, this and that, and then come to us before he went. Because the thing is, you go to BRC, it's like you can, you know, you get, you, you can fail from stupid shit down there, and it sucks to get recycled. Yeah. So, um, our pre BRC, what I think it was eight weeks or something, maybe eight to 10 weeks. I don't know how long it was actually, um, off the top of my head, but we would, this is where you kind of like, you test the waters, right? Hey, this guy, he's, he's a stud. Yeah, he can swim. You know how it is, guys. You get those guys with 300 PFTers can fucking swim faster than anybody but the second you get a ruck on the back out in the field and they get miserable they start whining they're crying and this is where the testing ground where we're like hey i call back to first four so many times going 
yeah, this guy's great. He's a he's a he's a Superman. He's a piece of shit. I go, he'll fucking quit on you in a heartbeat, you know. And then they would get rid of these guys, you know, and all that stuff. So it sucked, but it was like you can really see it. But with your class, man, I didn't see any of that shit. You got you guys, even your the worst guys in the class were fucking just bad motherfuckers, man. You know, so yeah, Terry we Holsley, <laughs> Holsley, uh, Holsley, man, I bumped in him. He, he, Went over to IMSA, became an undergrad at sniper school. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, we crossed paths at the agency together. I mean, he's, he's still yeah. doing some crazy shit, you know. Uh, looking back, all those dudes were, were awesome. But I think you and I, student, me, instructor, you, I think right – I went right into BRC after that. Yeah. And you – you did too. I think you became a, an instructor at the same time, or you yeah. were still at pre BRC. I yeah, can't I, I can't remember either, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did good down there, man. I, I think you know. Once again, you guys are, and I was never really a fucking. I never claimed to be a tough guy, man. But I, I, I think I had the knack to teach as well, you know. Um, yeah. And I, and I, I liked it. And I'm like one of those guys that I don't need to ever be limelight, even though it's I end up in a limelight on type of weird shit, probably because I'm, I'm an idiot and I just do stupid shit a lot of times. But when I, but when I see somebody that I've, I've had a hand in training, I never say, I never tell anybody I trained myself. This guy's swore trained. I never say, but I've had a hand in training that goes on to, well, Baptista, you know, let's go silver star winners. You know, these guys are just fucking Navy cross winners, all this shit. You're just like, fuck yeah, dude, you know, or out there just fucking canoeing heads. And you're just like, I, I had a hand in this, man. That's that's all I need to wear on my chest, man. When I go home, I'm like, yep. I I fucking help do something for good for this fucking country and this core, yeah. and uh, and and there's you know, and I love that. So I kind of I I kind of knew my role, and then I was also hitting the the staff and CO age where you know you don't get much choice in the matter and all that shit either, you know, which is like you know, there's only a hand select a number of gunnies that are going you know taking platoons and doing this shit, you know. Um, and so I kind of knew that, and they kind of our command kind of knew that. Even right after you know Generation Kill, Generation Kill, fuck whatever the uh, the invasion, you know the command was like, dude, great, uh, but we need to we need to train a fucking the next generation, and we need someone that could do it. Swore you're the guy, and I'm like, uh. you know, I mean, I was kind of let down because I was really digging yeah. the fucking going over with the boys and deploying shit. But then again, I was a gunny. And it's like, what am I going to do? Fucking sit in a rock the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Sit in the fucking communication center and just fucking, you know, I, I wasn't a platoon sergeant. So I'm like, I'm going to accept my fate and I'm going to go train these guys. And hopefully I can train these guys to be fucking just stone cold killers, you know, as much as I can and all that stuff. So, um, and so I kind of took that role, man. And I'm fine with that. I have no problem. I mean, I sleep good at night knowing that I think I've trained some decent fucking guys out there that help uh, defend our freedom out there, man, you know, and it's still doing it as we speak, man, you know, so. Um, which is kind of cool, you know. Super, super important. It's super important. We need, we need yeah, those guys. You know? I think there's nothing, and I've been, and I think we've all been victim of a bad instructor. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and I think there's nothing more damaging, honestly, especially when you got a, a young fucking Corporal Lily who is just a sponge, right? I mean, a ten percent of your capacity is being taken right now, and I have a I have a chance of filling ninety percent, or we as a whole have a chance of filling ninety more percent of you and making you a fucking machine to go out there and just fucking canoe, kill motherfuckers, whatever. I think that um, when you have a bad instructor, man, that's that poisons the well, man. If you ask me, you know. So um, I was more harder on our. If someone like uh, fuck, I can't remember his name, man. We had a guy come in. Shit. He was a staff sergeant. I'll think of his name in a minute. And he probably, I, don't know, I, mean, I mean, I don't call him out, but um, he was a, he just was not a good instructor, man. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know how to communicate with the, with the guys. He was tough. He was great. But when you had a class with him, you came out dumber, right? You, you did not learn anything or whatever. And I got my best to get rid of that fucking guy. Get him out of this cadre, man. Get him out of the thing because... You know, we we're we're doing a disservice to these fucking guys, man. You know, and and then but you had your roles too. Like you say, Matthias and man, this guy. I think he was fuck. He was just evil as shit. He was a good platoon sergeant as well, um, <laughs> to a point. You know, and uh, out there, man. But he was he was just fucking. He he got brought up old school as well. You know, what I'm saying tough guy, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. And I think he still. Dude, I, uh, I got his paddle, bro. Mm. Do you really, like Scott? Yes, of course. Mike course. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really good friends with Scott, man. But I was over at his place uh, smoking, we'll yeah. say, some, uh, some cigarettes. Sure, and, sure. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, on the wall, leaning against it, was a paddle. I'm like, 
are you ever going to hang your paddle? He's like, nah, man, it's, it's not mine. It's, it's, uh, it's Matthias's. I'm like, fuck dude. Like, dude really? He put me through pre BRC, dude. And yeah. I told him about the YouTube channel and it's, it's kind of fucked up. So I got to fix it. It's like missing some ribbons, but sure. he's like, yeah, I was going to give it to his daughter. We were going to put it at a bar in Phoenix. I'm like, I mean, I'll, he's like, but I don't know if they're going to take it. I'm like, dude, I will fucking take it. Take care of this. You know, I got it wrapped up in fucking plastic right now. So yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm going to put it on the backdrop. Just, it just, just please do, man. That's great. Cause like Eric, cause I mean, it's, you know, he, I tell people, you know, once again, we or him are, we're, we're like best friends for a while. Right. You know, then he, when we got out and he did his thing and then the event, he didn't die in combat. If you're wondering, Patrick, I don't know if you know about the story, but he, he went head on he got, Motorcycle and a car accident at the same time doesn't work in Vegas, but you know that guy lived hard, man. Anyway, you know uh, he lived he hard. Was, uh, he was a hell's angel, wasn't he? At yeah, that point? yeah. So yeah, he he, was he full, full yeah he was just Eric was a hard motherfucker. He, he was a guy you want to be in a bar fight with, you know that type of guy. Guaranteed, yeah. he's gonna bite someone's fucking nose off. And um, I think we, <laughs> I think I was there when he did that once. Actually, it was actually rad. Oh, I think it was. I mean, like. Uh, Oh God! Somewhere in California, we were doing a site survey. This motherfucker, I got stories forever, right? We're doing a site survey, and we're in uh, Powell, something, one of these real nice places in California. We're do and we're doing a site survey with Rich Barrett. And uh, that night, we went out to the town, and fucking, we were like, this is the black sheep of the whole fucking town, right? Everybody's all rich, kind of liberal, scared of us, and all that shit. We found a place with a bull, uh, one of those mechanical bull things, right? And yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm fucked. And I'm just like, I'm so hammered. I'm like, I'm going to get on it, man. He, and I, so I get on it and I look over as soon as the guy's getting me, I put my hand in the little fucking thing, whatever. I'm like, I've never done this. I'm like, and I look over and I see Matthias and give the guy a $20 bill. At that point, I knew I was fucked. And I just watched this guy go, I mean, he just cranked this thing to 20. I fucking face plant. My thumb gets caught. It goes back to me here, right? I mean, literally, it was. I don't know how it got that far back, right? I'm sitting there. My thumb's fucking going this way. I'm laying on the ground. My fucking, I'm bleeding, and I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Ten minutes later, this guy gets in a fight with somebody, and uh, Eric's just like, fucking, you know, taking him like against the bar and just dot, dot, dot. Like he's fucking stapling this dude's head at the bar, and it eats his fucking, it like bites his nose and shit. I'm like, okay, dude, we're here for we're here for like 30 seconds. Can we get the fuck out of here? My thumb's going this way. So this guy's fucking missing a nose. But that was Eric, you know. And when when he him coming to Hell's Angel, I'm like, perfect, perfect for him, man. You know. But uh, <laughs> the guy was a fucking awesome guy, man. Was going doing patrols with him. In Iraq? Oh, my God, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that guy, we just look for trouble, dude. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was you know, he'd be like, hey, we got to do a patrol of this fucking town. You want to go? I'm like, I don't, but I will. You know, <laughs> I was like, Cause I know you're going to, you're going to fucking find trouble. And he would, dude. He, he manhandled the shit out of people, man. You know, a guy, hey, this guy here's got a fucking AK. He just go over. And Eric had the, the ability to like, grab a guy by his chest. And then beat the fuck out of you while he's just kind of talking to you and it kind of back and forth. This guy would just be and like hit, hit, dude was bleeding from the lips and all this shit. I'm like, bro, I don't think we're supposed to be doing this. Like, we're supposed to win hearts and minds. This is after the fucking invasion, you know? <laughs> and he would just fuck these guys up. And it was just like, he was like the big pimp daddy. I think his big daddy was his name, wasn't it? Was his nickname. Anyway. No, that was. What Patrick actually knows P Patrick knows Big Daddy. That was oh, Croft. Croft. Oh, that was Croft. Croft. But yeah. I thought I thought he he had some other name like that, man. Oh no, you're right, dude. I think he also had Big Daddy. Man. I think he did, man. Yeah, I, right. I think, it, but that's Eric. He probably self-appointed that fucking name, man. But <laughs> he was tough, man. That dude, he loved to put knuckles on people, man. And you know what? And that's something, you know. Once again, I, I another thing I loved about the, uh, you know, I guess the O3 field because I want to say just recon, man, in general, but like grunts and all that shit it's like you got to get physical man you know you got to learn to get yeah. everybody's everybody's going to get you're going to everybody's going to get some speed bumps eventually right you know from somebody and uh and it's to learn how to take it and fucking just dish it out of afterwards and it was it was such a fucking i love that that side of the uh, the marines or just the military itself right because you know we got to be tough guys man you know we're getting ready to go overseas and get you know, people who want to fucking cut our fucking heads off, man. And, you know, and embarrass us. And I was like, so you got to be fucking mean. You have to a show a force over there uh, when it's necessary, I guess. Right. You know, um, it goes a long way. And the, Eric always had that fucking, he'd walk up, man. It was like, people were just like, Oh, split the fucking parts away. It'd be in Iraq. They get the fuck away from this guy. Cause he's going to fuck you up one way or another. And I love that dude. I love guys like that, man. That's, that's how it should be. That's when I think of Marines. That's what I think, man. You know, but you know, I don't know how it is now. 
staying on the Iraq topic, you know, Jay, when you and I caught up the other day on the phone call, I'll bring it up again. Yeah. So like in, pre, uh, in BRC, the basic reconnaissance scores, there's multiple phases, you know, there's like patrolling, there's, uh, you know, like fucking amphib phase. There's all these different phases. You, there's a shooting package. Yeah. You know, it's, the whole thing fucking sucks, but it's amazing. You're earning it, earning it every day. Right. So close to the end, we're using the CLO course and Jason here pulls myself, Batista, Steintorf, and maybe one other person to the side. We we're at the base of the rappel tower. I could tell you where the sun was at, like where I was facing, <laughs> looking at the tower. And I was like facing the tower. Like the, the, the hole was up here. You were like here to the right. And you had us in a little circle. Yeah. He was talking to us like you are now, like you always did, unless we fucked up. But you were just like, hey, dudes, you guys are going to legit. You're going to fucking first recon. I don't know if you know that, but you're going to first and you're going to go to Bravo company and you're going to be, you're going to be crossing the line very soon. As soon as you graduate, you're going, you're going to Iraq. And that from that point on, like training and mindset and effort changed, you know, and all of us kind of like at each other, like, fuck, shit just got real. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, I remember that dude. I actually, fuck, it's so weird. You bring back memories like this. It just triggered me that I remember saying this, like, look, you mother, yeah, this is it, guys. You know, because you know, you go out there, you train, you do even like stupid shit, like like said, O course repel. I say stupid, but just you know, it's you know, repelling's fun and all that good shit. And all this, but look, it's like this is now you need to fucking shift your focus, okay? Shit needs to shift because this is you're doing this for real. So every time you you're either a shooting, fucking jumping, or doing whatever. This could be next thing you could do. This could be fucking, you know, oh three hundred fucking. You're going out there at the middle of the night and you're going to do it for real. And there's people that want to kill you as soon as you hit the deck, you know. And you kind of get that in your mind. And people are like, I mean, like, this is happening. I didn't know it was going to happen for fucking seventeen straight years or whatever it was, but I knew that you guys would be the ones that are going to go fucking lead this charge and go fucking stomp guts, man. You know. And uh, and I, I it was cool because. You guys, you you picked up on that because I could tell that to a bunch of young guys, you know. And you guys weren't really young guys. You guys, you know, you've been in the grunts, you've done all that shit. So it was a little bit different because I could tell that to a, you know, a PFC that first came in. He don't fucking know, right? You know, he don't know. He doesn't know. I mean, he's worried more worried about the fleet's going to be like. You know, am I going to get hazed every day in the barracks? Am I? Do I get chow? Do I get? You know, and you guys already know all that shit. Now you're like, okay, this is what I joined for. And holy shit, I'm going to go fucking, we may end up going to war here, especially when an instructor's telling you, dude, you're fucking, you're going to go, you know? Sure enough, uh, I wasn't trying to be no Sodamus, but I was right. <laughs> you went a lot. So, <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, I then, think at that point, you, you were probably hearing some inside gouge, you know, at the staff level. <laughs> no, uh, 100%. What, no, I already knew. was up to. Yeah. 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 I, so I knew you, that. You, you didn't have to tell us. And that's the cool thing as an instructor, like that yeah. wasn't in your doctrine. Right. That was you just pulling some bros away that you just put through pre BRC and now in BRC like yo man like you guys are going over. And I think that, not uh, that we didn't take we didn't take BRC serious, but from that point on it was just sure. like, it was well, a little bit more black and white. And I was a little bit more emotionless, you know. It was just like holy yeah. fuck, dude, we're here to do, we're here to do work. Well, and it goes back to that instructor thing. It's like look, my ass, I'm not the one. I'm not number one guy kicking down the door. You are. You know what I'm saying? You are Corporal Lily. You are fucking POC, whatever, right? Um, in fact, I'm. I'll be safe with a cup of coffee. So, at the, at the, if there's anything I can fucking do right now, is it let's let's turn this from serious to fucking serious real quick, okay? And realize that this training we're doing is going to either help you or fucking do something in your future endeavors in battle, you know? And, uh, and uh, you know, say that, but in a nice, in kind of a bro way, I guess you would, because I, I, I tend to see, like, I find it's, it's easier to talk to people. If I've, if I've had to be fucking, yeah, let me tell you fucking something, you're doing that shit, no, you just tune that out. I tune it out, right? I'm like, but when you got a guy going, hey, check us out, dude. Like, uh, you know, here's what's getting ready to fucking happen. You're going to deploy. You're going to go fucking, you know, go shoot some bad guys and all this shit, blah, blah, blah. And people are going to kill you on a daily. So start taking this shit serious. It's like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay. You know, this guy, this, this instructor tone has changed into a, hey, you're my brother. I need you to fucking be prepared type of, uh, you know, tone. And I think that's why I would do that. Cause yeah, I did. You, you, you get, you know, your deal, man. You know, you know, you don't get, you don't get deployment plans but you know that it's happening we're getting ready to fucking deploy here you know and things are going to kick off uh relative relatively soon um and we're going to go fucking destroy some country whether it's afghanistan whether it's fucking iraq or whatever you know and uh and you know what man you guys were i think you prepare i think you guys did great i think not only that what's being prepared 
being prepared is fucking be able to, to adapt on the fly, dude. I don't think anybody's better than reconnaissance Marines to be able to fucking adapt when, you know, one, you don't have the proper gear. You don't have, you know, you got enough training to make you dangerous, right? And now you're thrown in a situation where you got, you know, you got a tons of angry guys dropping mortars and fucking, you know, and, and trying to fucking assault you. And you're just like, okay, watch this, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get really creative. And you guys would do that, man. And I, Man, I'm uh, such mad respect for you guys for doing that shit. Because once again, you guys were the young guys out there. Um, what a time to be alive, right? And, and young in the core too, right? It's just fucking wild. So random. Man. It's just yeah. random. It's all time and place. You know, Patrick, I talked about that. You know, it's you don't choose when you're born. You don't choose what year you turn 18. Yeah. You're able to join. A lot of dudes missed. You know, a lot of veterans like crush on like dudes that were like late Afghanistan, late Iraq. I'm like, dude, they. It's time and yeah. place, brother. I did not totally. have any control over that. I saw, so, uh, yeah, there was a recruiter, you know, they stopped by every once in a while here in the store, right? And just like fucking, hey, man, you know, you got any prospects? I'm like, I'm like, look, look at my prospect, brother. <laughs> you think I got anything? Um, and I look at it, it was a staff sergeant, man, with one bar of ribbons, man. And I'm like, damn, you know, no, I didn't say anything, right? But I mean, I'm looking, it was like a good cookie, right? Good conduct. Uh, an overseas defense, baby. and national offense. Maybe had one more. Maybe had a, a top or one more on top of like a you know a, a nam or something. Maybe and I'm like or something. Yeah, and I go, hey yeah. man, I go, what's your MOS, man? And uh, he goes, I was a communicator. I'm like, oh okay, you know, blah blah. I go, were you? You're the ninth com or something. And he was with the grunts, right? And I'm like, really? And I'm like, you're a fucking. No, I don't think he stayed the uh, staff sergeant with the grunts the whole time, obviously, right? But he, he immediately, oh, I was a grunt. I was in the grunts. Okay. Um, but I'm like, fuck, man, you didn't deploy. You didn't do anything. But then I'm like, then I thought back about it. I'm like, man, that's kind of how it is right now, you know? I mean, it may change here shortly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes. it, but it was like, there, there was definitely, you know, you from, it was kind of like that. 93, you, got, you had a 91 or 90, what? Desert Storm, 93, you had obviously Somalia and, and only, you know, West Coast guys, maybe some East Coast guys got that, but not everybody got their hands in that, right? And then there was just a lot, there was guys who do a whole, you know, people could do eight years and not see anything besides just sitting on a ship, right? You know, doing turning yeah. squares. And then 03 kicked in and then now you're careful what you wish for, motherfucker. If you want to deploy, we're going to get you deployed and you're going to go back yep. to back to back, you know? And so guys, especially the young guys, you have no choice, you know? Well, we didn't have a choice either, but it was it told me what you got to do. But you guys were just like, you come back, get ready, enjoy your time off because we're getting ready to go back to training package and go back and do it again and then do it again and do it again, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, and then shit dried up again. So now it's dried up again. So now it's like, man, you know, I don't know. I wonder, I try to do the math here, right? So say a guy came in in 03, he's a PFC, uh, fucking, and now it's 20 years later, it's 2023. This guy's retired. So all that experience, you know, unless you stay in it, is kind of gone. You know, I'm sure there's other guys that, but eventually we're losing that experience, that combat yes. experience. You know, we were yep. feared, feared all over the world because we went, we were in combat for 10 plus years, you know? Um, and there's guys that, you know, I don't know how many fucking deployments you got, Willie, probably about 19,000. But I mean, you guys are fucking well-versed in the world of fucking combat, you know? And then if I was an opposing force, if I was a Russia or the China, you know, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Okay, I don't want to fuck these guys right now, you know? Now that's kind of changed a little bit, you know what I'm saying? These guys, we got... It's, we it's, can- amazing, how, it's amazing how quick that stuff gets weeded out because yeah, I retired in 2017 and right away I took a position over in Talega yep. at Combat Hunter. I was a, uh-huh. a tracking and a profiling instructor over there. Nice. And... You know, we were getting primarily grunts through our course, and we'd be like, "Hey, who here's who here's deployed? Who here's been in combat?" And very quickly, I mean, after probably my first six eight months there, yeah, we'd get one per you know a class of twenty five from lance corporals all the way up to staff sergeants. We'd have one, maybe wow. two people raise their hand. No and shit, it became crazy, and I, I've told you that Jason that before. It's it's crazy how quickly that sort of gets out of the mix. I mean, guys, Hey, I've done my eight years. I'm worn out. I'm getting out. You know, it's just dudes. They don't stay less, less guys stay in and retire. And guys are just like, I'm done. They get out. And then you have the people coming in who haven't deployed. And that's what fills the ranks. And it's crazy how quick that lack of experience begins to take over, you know? And I think, you know, once again, I can put you through a hundred fucking, 
you know, shooting packages, training packages and all that, but there's nothing that compares to real world shit. Right. You know, and actually, um, and having that experience, there's nothing that can, that is the best learning tool. And it's, you know, sometimes it's a, a costly one as well. Right. But it's like, so it's, yeah. it's tough that I feel that we're, we've lost that edge and not, and then another side, it's a good side. We're not in a war constantly. Right. And all that stuff, but it looks like we might be here shortly again. And I'm hoping our, our boys out there, you know, you know, the older you get, you know, everybody's not as tough as you were, right? Oh, yeah, back in my day, the tough shit. I'm, I'm hoping there's still a lot of tough guys. I hope there's a bunch of Eric Mathiasons still in the core right now um, that are ready to just fucking eat people's faces, you know? Because um, we might have to. Uh, not me. I'm I'm an old guy. I just sit back and watch the news, <laughs> you know? And uh, I'm the old guy waving the flag at, now at the uh, the parades when they come home. But um, I hope there's guys out there that are just straight fucking snake eaters. And that's what you have to yep. be. Um, and I tell that to anybody who who's joining or joining this and that, I go, you have to be ruthless if you're going to go into combat because your fucking enemy is going to be ruthless. You're already, you know, everybody, I'd rather be an underdog, right? Because everybody forgets you, right? All that shit. And that's kind of why, you know, I love recon because everybody, uh, your guys are whatever. They just kind of decide, but then you can just, you excel, especially in combat. Um, and, and so, you know, all the bad guys out there are the underdogs. Well, they got to fucking lose. Nothing, you know? And uh, the, the fact that the way they fought in Iraq was brilliant. When they were uniformed, we were mopping them. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a fucking, it wasn't even a horror, you know? But the second they said, fuck this, and they took off their uniforms, and they started implementing the proper, what they should be doing, and fighting like an insurgents style, shit got, got crazy. Thanks for listening, and check back next week for part two with Jason Swore and the guys from Savage Actual. This has been Savage Actual. Jason and Patrick are two former special operations guys who interview interesting guests, who talk about video games, airsoft, and military subjects. Basically, they drink a lot of beer, talk about shooter games, and have fun. What's not to love? We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And the fellas will be back soon. But in the meantime, find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Savage Actual. Y'all be cool, and we'll see you next time.